Otaku, where I talk things anime and manga. I'm not an expert or gatekeeper. I'm just a fan trying to share my love with you. Feel free to interact with me on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast or email me questions and requests at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen on Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please give out five stars on Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe and share with your friends. My name is Jim. Hey guys, listeners, I will be appearing on Ring Rust Radio this week, a wrestling podcast hosted by Donnie Wood, Mike Chiari, and Brandon Galvin. I will be featured on the Wednesday Wrestling Minutes segment, and we're going to talk about G1 Climax. So they brought me on. If you guys wanted to go on there, they do accept on Patreon, so... Give them a follow. Give them a listen. Maybe you'll appreciate my my ideas, my my analysis on the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax. And plus, they had me talk about some stuff I have no idea what I'm talking about, which is cool. But uh, go ahead, give them a follow, Ring Rust Radio, and uh, give them a listen if you're a pro wrestling fan, or just listen because you want to hear my soothing voice. I've been asked uh, about our list, our watch list, which was selected, I believe, last week. Yeah, it was last week. It was last Monday. Um, last Monday? Last Wednesday. Uh, so we, I went through and watched at least one episode, but about 35 shows, and did a draft. You can go back and listen to the draft. If you want the list for shows to watch along, go onto our Twitter account. I pinned it to the screen. It's at NutakuCast. So... You know, my advice is, of course, I want you to watch every show. I'd say pick a couple of them. And listen along. Watch along, listen along. And then we can all know what we're talking about in the long run. But this season has, I believe, 20 shows that I'm watching. So I'm not expecting anyone to be crazy enough, as crazy as I, to watch 20 shows. But I have not many complaints so far about this season. It's been pretty entertaining. And some surprise shows that I would recommend to certain people of certain genres. Fans of certain genres. But I think we'll talk about that next week. So let's talk about what I've been had going on. Uh, it is spooky season. It's a little scary in here. We've got ghosts, screeching cats, lots of spooky stuff going on. So I decided to go through, and it's this is actually a difficult task. Find horror movies that I haven't seen before. Um, the tendency for me is to go back and watch films I've already watched a million times. Uh, for example, I watched From Beyond, which is a H.P. Lovecraft film. It's based on an H.P. Lovecraft uh, story. And it's ridiculous, and there's bad monster suits and lightning bolts. Very entertaining. It's by the same director that did H.P. Lovecraft's Herbert West Reanimator, 80s film. So, very entertaining, very silly, but it's very difficult for me to go and find new stuff that I'm actually interested in. So, And my wife does not tend to want to watch the same shit, shit over and over again. So, I started with a film called The Endless. It's on Netflix. Basic premise is two brothers escape a cult, and then one brother decides he wants to go back. So they go back. 
And the cult isn't as nefarious as you're initially supposed to believe. But there's powers at work. Um, it was an intriguing film at the beginning, but... And it's done on a low budget. Let's, let's put it out there. It's a low budget film. Um, filmed in California, in a desert in California. And mountains of California. Um... My new taku ranking is, I gotta say, not good. Uh, it, like I said, it was very intriguing at the beginning. In the mid midpoint, it starts to fall apart. And then there's this extended scene where they're... I'll let you go watch it if you're going to watch it. Where they are explaining what exactly is going on. And the two characters that are involved were just not very good actors. Not many good actors in this film in general. But uh, not good for the endless. I also watched something that I wanted to watch for... It's been around for a couple of years on Netflix called The Ritual, and your basic synopsis is that there's a group of friends, uh, British friends, they decide to go hiking in Sweden to honor their friend who was murdered in a liquor store. Uh, shit gets pretty spooky. Um, there's a overwhelming, you know, the Nordic... Uh, Swedish Viking heritage. The mount, the landscape is beautiful in this film, and you know the environment is really cool. So uh, my new talker right here for that, without spoiling anything, it's all good. Good horror film, creepy and fun, and they you they have a creative use of CGI. It didn't seem like most CGI is used in horror. They did a pretty good job with it, and the environment is creepy. So yes, I would. Recommend those. I would definitely recommend The Ritual. Maybe not The Endless. But if you disagree with me, hey, hit me up on social media. We can talk about it. Now for some news. Some good, some bad. Let's start with the bad. Yeah, let's start with the bummer. So according to the Anime News Network, that's where the source was, uh, Wave Studio announced that Kimiguri Orange Road manga creator Izumi Matsumoto passed away they uh, announced uh wave studio announced it on his blog on the comic on website that he passed away on october 6th he was 61 years old sadly it seems like he was suffering for quite a few years with spinal issues uh from what i read he was having trouble sleeping this has been going on for a while uh spinal stenosis i believe was the actual cause one of the issues he was having a lot of pain um, it has inspired me to try to go out and read the manga of Kimigori Orange Road. But sadly, Izumi Matsumoto, only 61 years old, he passed away on October 6th. Now for some juicy news. To change the mood. From Variety. Demon Slayer the movie Mungan Train was the best performing film in the world this past weekend. And this is directly quote, quoted from them. Given an unusual Friday release on 403 screens by distributors Anaplex and Toho Films, the film earned $12 million on it, dollars on its opening day. Over the three-day period, it totaled $44 million from 3.42 million admissions. This compares to the three-day take of $30 million for Frozen 2 with which ended up to finish with $121 million in Japan dollars in 2019. 
and the 15.4 million for Weathering with You, and by, by uh, Makoto Shinkai, and that anime made 134 million. So, I mean, grain of salt here, this was a COVID release. Uh, nothing is really releasing in the United States. A lot of the stuff is being pushed back. But, you know, uh, power to Demon Slayer the movie, leading the world in money making for a film in theaters. Uh, also, tying into this, Studio Kara unveiled the third trailer. This is from the Anime News Network, by the way. For Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 Thrice Upon a Time, also known as Shin Evangelion Gekijoban. Studio Kara's, this is Studio Kara's new Evangelion film. Uh, it showed up on Friday. It was the teaser debut the teaser debuted before the Friday opening of Demon Slayer commits a new Yaiba, the movie Mungin Train and revealed that the film is now scheduled for January 23rd. So we have a date. We have a definite date for the release. I don't know if we're going to be able to see it in the United States. I don't know. Current rate seems like all of our cases are going up in the United States. So I have no idea what January is going to hold. The film was delayed due to concerns over the new coronavirus disease, COVID-19, and its spread inside and outside of Japan. The film was originally scheduled to open in Japan on June 27th, so summer. Um, I'm hoping we get a release in the United States. Hopefully we are out of this by then. Otherwise, I guess I'm going to have to wait to see it. I refuse to do it illegally. i got to make sure Studio Car gets all of my money.
So it's a little spooky this week. A little scary. Closing in on Halloween. Although there is no trick-or-treating. But I decided to watch something that I've wanted to watch for a while. Something I've never seen before. An older film. I went with 1987's Wicked City. Or Yuju Toshi. Which translates as Supernatural Beast City. It's streaming on High Dive. The length is an hour and 22 minutes. Made by Studio Madhouse, who did One Punch Man Season 1, Overlords, all three seasons, No Game, No Life, Death Note, some stuff you might have heard of. The director, um, this is the solo directorial debut of legend Yoshiaki Kawajiri. He did Ninja Scroll, go check out our review. And Vampire Hunter D. Bloodlust. Bloodlust is also something we garnered. I am going to review. Haven't seen it in years. Something that my wife will definitely be into because it's real cool. The source is based on a the first novel of the Blackguard series by Hideyuki Kikuchi, who you may recognize from the Vampire Hunter D books. Your genres. Action. Adventure. Demons. Drama. Horror. And Superpower? I've never seen that listed, but that's a new one. Superpower. Here's your synopsis. As provided by the internet. There is Earth, our familiar world. And then there is the Black World, a parallel dimension that very few people are aware of. For centuries, a pact between the two worlds have been observed to maintain peace. And terms must be negotiated and renewed soon to continue relative harmony. This time around, there is a militant faction that will stop at nothing to prevent the signing of a new treaty from interdimensional space peace. <laughs> two agents of the elite organization known as Black Guards, defenders of the balance between the two worlds, are charged with ensuring the success of the treaty. Director Yoshiaki Kawajiri from Ninja Scroll blend stylish eroticism, graphic horror, and pulse-pounding action as these two race to consummate the peace treaty in time. little background. Uh, this was originally a 35-minute OVA, but the company Japan Home Video was so impressed by Kawajiri-san's first 15 minutes that they increased the runtime to 80 minutes. It's a pretty cut-and-dry story, so... A black guard from the human and demon world have to defend a sorcerer from terrorists trying to sabotage this meeting. The camera work and the camera angles in this film are awesome. It looks great. The animation looks great. The male characters are pretty boring in personality and character design. The exception being Giuseppe Mayart, who is the sorcerer. He's Italian. Uh, who is a creepy, horny boy. Old man, he's an ancient old man, creepy, horny old man who's constantly trying to grope women and uh, hang out with prostitutes. But with the male characters being pretty boring, as with other Kawajiri work, the ladies are gorgeous. If you've seen Ninja Scroll, if you've seen Vampire Hunter D, and you know that facial design that he does with women and their bodies being very long and lean, yeah, it's more of that in this. But, you know, with... As Japan Home Video was impressed with the first 15 minutes of this movie, um, 
they should have watched the whole thing because there is a lot of violence against women in this film. There's a lot of violence against women in most of Kawajiri's work. Uh, poor Maki, who is the black demon, uh, the demon blackguard, the one, the blackguard that's from the demon world. Um, she gets raped and almost raped lots of times. Uh, there's a giant vagina demon that's our male protagonist, whose name completely escapes me because he's pretty boring, inserts himself into. This show is horny as shit. There's lots of horn dog stuff, lots of naked girls, lots of booby groping, but it's violent against women, which is kind of a turn off. Sorry, it's not my thing. I do have to say that I am a, especially in these 80s demon ones, demon films, I love the sound of the tentacles. Like, they, they, it sounds like spaghetti squishing around in a Ziploc bag. And they always make a... Like a clicking, squeaky clicking sound. Very cool. Um, yeah, the demon transformations are always very cool. That's an 80s thing. It's much more violent. It's very violent against women. It's like erotic, but it's... The women are always getting raped. Someone's getting turned on by this. I gotta say, okay, so my new Taku ranking, I'm just gonna come out and say it. It's it's all good. It's all good, man. Great animation. Fantastic animation. It looks great, especially it's 87. Uh, cool cinematography. Not great monster or character design. Some of the demon ladies, particularly the first one, who's a spider, is pretty cool. Her transformation is pretty cool. Um, the ladies are the star of the film, I gotta say, in design particularly. Uh, but they get raped a bunch. <laughs> so, if that turns you off, that's completely understandable. But it is worth a watch to see what 80s Japanese erotic horror was like. Because this was a big thing in the 80s and early 90s. Was this violence against women horror. Um, the story's pretty okay. It's pretty okay, I guess. Um, it has very cool animation. It is a pretty straightforward... It's in, I wouldn't say it's an easy watch because there is a lot of violence against women, like I said, and I'm going to keep saying violence against women. But, you know, for history's sake, I would say that it's, 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 it's worth a watch. I wouldn't necessarily recommend you watch it with someone who hasn't been exposed to this type of thing before. Kind of gross at times. There you go. It's all good, man. Wouldn't recommend it to everybody, but if you're into erotic horror from the 80s, if you're a fan of... Hellraiser, films of that sort. This might be for you. Wicked City. I finally did it. Something I wanted to watch for a while. I did it. And I don't know if I'm better for it. <laughs> but there you go. All right. So next week, I believe I will have the first review, early review for fall 2020. It's a lot of shows. I got a little catching up to do, especially the carryover shows. I am completely behind on Fire Force Season 2 because I find the newer stuff, maybe it's the freshness of it, a little bit more exciting to watch. So hopefully I'll be done. But I will be reviewing some more spooky stuff. So if you are afraid of getting spooked, maybe you should... No, definitely. No, don't turn it tune out. Stay with me forever in the crypt where the demons rape women. No, don't do that. I don't do that. No. All right. Thanks for joining me this week. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast. 
Send questions and share requests. The email is utaku2019 at gmail.com. And I'll talk about them all in the air. Theme song is Mass of Fermenting Dregs with the song After the Speed from the album World is Yours. Listen on Apple and Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and please subscribe and share. Until next time, I'm Jim in a big, fat, spooky demon. Cotton Bottom.